Welcome back, guys, to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. Great to have you listening again. So I want to ask you a question to start off this podcast episode. When a deficit just isn't working anymore, what do you do? Okay, think about that for a second. What do you do when a deficit just is not working? And of course, here I'm talking about a calorie deficit. Okay, we're talking about weight loss today. When you're cutting calories, you're trying to lose weight. What happens when shit just ain't moving? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about today, so don't stress. If you don't know the answer, don't worry. After today's episode, you will know exactly what you need to do to get started to moving the needle and getting the weight loss moving again, okay? So let's start first by talking about what is a calorie deficit? Because really, we need to have a good understanding of that before we even go into the more in-depth stuff that I'm going to talk about today. So what is a calorie deficit? Well, it's actually quite simple. A calorie deficit is when you're eating calories okay, eating calories lower than you are actually burning. Okay, That's essentially what it is. You're basically expending more calories than you are eating, and therefore that will create a negative energy balance. And a negative energy balance, energy being calories in this case, negative energy balance will lead to weight loss. But this is all in theory. However, this is something that you need to understand. This is something that people tend to not understand and something that I really, really like to kind of explain to not only my clients, but anyone that would listen to me, okay? is that if you aren't losing weight, you aren't in a deficit by definition, okay? That's simple facts. You can't say, I was in a deficit, I was eating calories in a deficit and I wasn't losing weight, therefore calories in, calories out is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. You can't say that. Because by definition, if you aren't losing weight, you aren't in a deficit. Okay, that's something that's really important to remember. It's something that people get wrong. They think that what they're eating is a deficit, but they've failed to take into consideration the individualization that comes around when you're talking about nutrition. Just because a calculator online said that your deficit calories are 1,500, that doesn't mean that that's your deficit calories. Okay, remember, we are humans. We are not robots. We are not machines. Yes, sometimes we'll use the analogy of us, you know, fueling the machine and things like that. But we, I'm not saying here that you are a machine where it's kind of in and out. It doesn't matter what it is. The equation's exact. No, there's so many factors at play here. And you got to understand that a deficit will be different for everyone. And a deficit will change over time as well. And depending on the circumstances and depending on the nutrition you're doing. So remember that throughout this episode when I discuss exactly the reasons for a deficit no longer working. But okay, now you're like, okay, sweet. You told me that a deficit by definition is when you're losing weight. Okay, sweet. And I know what a calorie deficit is. Cool beans. But how do I assess if a deficit isn't working? Like, How do I know that this is the case? Well, it's really simple, really. Give yourself two to four weeks on good adherence to your diet plan. You know, so you think about that time factor. In two to four weeks, if your weight trend has not been moving downwards, very likely that your deficit is either not working anymore or you're not in a deficit in the first place. Either which, one of those, these following things will help you. Okay, so reasons. Reasons that a deficit is not working. Why? Okay, the big why. Why the fuck is my deficit not working? Well, let's start with the first one. And this one is so common, yet very uncommonly thought about by people. Can you guess what it is? You're not accounting 
for additions and snacks and extras and this and that and X, Y, Z, A, B, C. You're not accounting for those things. Okay. Those little, you know, the salad dressing you add, the bit of sauce you add to your sandwich, that mouthful you, you took when you were cooking, that little snack that you thought was just, ah, it's just a quick snack to get me through the afternoon. All those extra ingredients you add that you didn't think you'd need to track, they all matter, okay? That's important to remember. They all matter. They all add up and they will all have an influence, especially if you're playing a very finite game of numbers. By that, what I'm talking about is if you're really tiptoeing the line of a deficit in maintenance, any bit of any bit of nutrition will, will matter. Any bit of food will matter. All calories will matter, even those from fruit, even those from veggies. So remember, if you're not seeing the deficit working, so to speak, if you're just not seeing the movement you're hoping for, likely what's happening is you're just not tracking enough or you're not tracking the stuff that you're adding extra to your foods. This is so, so common. I mean, how many times, I mean, if I had a dollar every time someone told me that they had toast in the morning and I had to delve deeper and say, any butter on that? And then nine out of 10% of the times it would be, yes, I do have butter on that. Little things like this will make or break your nutrition. And rest assured, that is a fact. Things like that will make or break your nutrition either now or eventually. You have to be more, more aware of what's actually being consumed. Now, I'm not talking about uh, being obsessive and compulsive around your nutrition. No, that's going to breed a poor relationship with food. That's not what you want. But you have to be aware that your level of awareness and adherence to that plan will dictate how quickly or how effectively you get results, whatever you want to call it. So if you're not seeing the results you want, maybe just narrow down things a bit more just so you can see if things are being tracked. But some obvious ones that really you need to be tracking if you're following flexible dieting is things like sauces, dressings, you know, butter, condiments, all that stuff needs to be added, okay? Yes, sometimes you have veggies and stuff like that. Maybe you don't have to track depending how your results are going. But things like sauces and those sort of things, you have to track those, okay? If you're doing flexible dieting and you're not tracking those, you're missing a part of the equation, okay? Or data, whatever you want to say. Like you're missing a piece of data that would be very important for you to increase your awareness and your nutrition. Remember that. The next one is long-term dieting. Now, what I mean by this is the reason your deficit is no longer working is because you have adapted to that deficit. Okay, a lot of people don't tend to realize that over time we adapt to our nutrition intake. Our bodies change, things change, physiologically things move. And because of that, because we're not a static moment, things will adapt. And your previous deficit, so let's say you started 2,000, that's not going to be a deficit forever. You're not just going to be able to eat 2,000 calories and keep losing weight. There will be a time when your body goes, yep, adapted. Yep, not moving anymore. Okay, that will happen. You just got to be prepared for that. Not stress about it. Understand it's a normal part of it and move on from there. You will adapt to your deficit eventually if you're doing that long time. And for people that are chronically dieting, especially under eating, there will be a time, especially when you get leaner and leaner and leaner, where things will just kind of go, like that was my poor attempt at like a screech. I'll try better. Screech. Things will halt, okay? Like a car that nearly ran a red light and needed to stop quickly, things will halt eventually. And that's when you have to do new, different nutrition strategies because it's a different phase of your weight loss journey to overcome that. But rest assured, if you're long-term dieting, your previous deficit likely isn't your deficit anymore. And that's why you have quote unquote reached the point where your deficit feels like it's not working. It's not working because it's no longer a deficit. Simple as that. 
The third thing is eating out frequently, okay? How many times I have seen this happen in practice? How many times people have told me this? How many times I've seen this be an issue? If you eat out frequently, that is freaking fine, okay? Go ahead, enjoy, there's no problems there. At the end of the day, you dictate how you want your life to be, you dictate how you want your nutrition to be. But remember, if you're not tracking what you're eating out, or you're eating out so frequently and you're not aware of what's being consumed and you're doing a poor amount of tracking, things will go out of hand, okay? You will get slip-ups. Calories will be higher than you expected. And over time, especially week in, week out, there will be a difference here. And this will affect your nutrition adherence. This will affect your deficit. And this will affect your, your compliance to your actual nutrition, like your calorie targets, so to speak. If your calorie targets are not being complied to, you know, within that 80-90% adherence at least or more, if not more, you know, 95% is perfect, and you're eating out a lot, where not only is the food highly palatable, but it's also generally going to be higher in calories, that statistics actually show, like if you look at the research, they've been showing that any food that you eat out is going to be a more higher calorie than the equivalent you cook at home, generally speaking, of course. So if you're eating out frequently and you're not accounting for those calories, how can you expect your deficit to be working? You can't assess that accurately. You need to make sure that you're accounting for it if you're eating out frequently. But all in all, I wouldn't recommend you eat out too frequently because it's going to be hard for you to manage nutrition overall. Unless, of course, your lifestyle relies on that and you're not, you're not someone that can just cook up your meals and you, know, you have to rely on eating out, fine. But just be aware your strategy has to be different. You have to plan. You have to be strategic and you have to be aware. It's as simple as that. The next one is an inaccurate nutrition plan. Now, this one kind of delves into more so depending where you got your source of nutrition information. So if you've got a generic cookie cutter meal plan, there's likely a chance that that shit's not going to work long term. There might even be a chance that things not going to work in the initial stages either. So is your nutrition plan actually adjusted and tailored to you? Is it calibrated enough? Is it being changed? Is it actually being kind of, are you getting the guidance of a nutrition professional, like a sports dietitian or a nutrition coach or something like that? Or is it some nutrition guru that doesn't have any qualifications or, or any, any right any right to be giving nutrition advice? Really be careful where you get your nutrition advice from, okay? Really be careful because there's a lot of bullshit out there. Us professionals in the field know this, okay? You probably know this as well to some degree. You just got to be careful. Make sure your nutrition plan is being adjusted and is properly tailored to you. But also in the beginning stages, make sure you're getting that nutrition plan from a reputable source. Because if you're not, it potentially could just be a bullshit nutrition plan. And that's why your quote unquote deficit is not working. Because they just went, yep, here you go. Here's a piece of paper with, with a bunch of numbers here and just go follow this without any consideration of science, evidence-based or you. That's a very important point. The next one is poor tracking habits and behaviors. Are you using your tools properly? Okay. Are you measuring? Are you using measuring cups, measuring spoons? Are you being, you know, are you being specific? I do you know how to use MyFitnessPal properly? Are you tracking your MyFitnessPal properly? A lot of times in the beginning stages when I'm working with a new client, a lot of that is developing their skill set around tracking, not just this is your nutrition plan. Okay. Skills and knowledge are crucial and then application kind of moves on from that and builds upon that foundation but you have to have a solid okay a solid habit a solid behavior around your tracking that is not only repeatable but accurate enough okay it doesn't have to be 100 you know accurate all the time you don't have to be you know like i said pedantic 
but you have to have some level of skill and awareness around how you're using these tools. Because if you're not using tools properly and you're not using MyFitnessPal properly, I've seen people create a difference of 300 to 500 calories just from because they weren't tracking properly. Okay. Either direction, whether they were um, under eating or over eating, whichever one you want to say, I've seen it happen. So trust me, work on your tracking habits and your behaviors and know how to use the tools that you have at your disposal and you'll be fucking okay. The next one and the final one that I really want to talk about in terms of reasons today is inadequate adherence level. So if you're not adhering to your overall nutrition plan, <coughs> excuse me, 80 to 90% of the time, you're going to have some struggles, okay? You're going to have some struggles if you're not adhering to it enough. It's as simple as that. Okay. You can't assess whether a deficit's truly working unless you are adhering to your plan enough. And now 90% is a good mark. 95% is really good. Anything above that, you don't have to go 100%. Don't worry about that. You definitely do not want to go under 80%. So 80% is your lowest point that you want to get to. 90% is like middle ground. 95% is perfect. But you have to make sure you're working on your compliance and your adherence to your nutrition plan. Because if you're not, how do you know that you're truly in a deficit? Are you really adhering to it? Or maybe there's been a few slip-ups and because of those slip-ups on an ongoing basis... Because remember, once soft slip-ups don't matter. It's when it's ongoingly happening and when it's happening more often than not and you're on track, off track, sorry, more than you're on track, that's when the issues lie. So think about that. Is your deficit really not working? Are, are those calories you're targeting really not the right ones? Or are you just not adhering to those calories in the first place to allow yourself to accurately assess whether it's actually working? And that's an important part because adherence, especially in the beginning stages, is a big one for a lot of people, which is why I wanted to do that as the last one today. So you can really get that kind of after all the other points, really kind of reinforce that at the end of the day, you still have to make sure that you're complying to your plan in an adequate way. Hope that makes sense. So at the end of the day, guys, if your weight is stalling and you aren't truly in the deficit because of the inaccuracies in your approach or the plan or whatever it may be, you've got to work on this. You need to audit yourself. Okay. I always audit myself. I get my clients to audit themselves. I audit my clients. There always has to be an, a, um, a quality management kind of procedure in place, whatever you want to call it, like a quality assurance kind of procedure. You always got to make sure that things are going according with your plan. You got to make sure you're recalibrating a plan and you got to make sure you're maintaining that adherence. I hope this has all made sense because I think this is a really important one for people to get down because people get stressed when their deficit just doesn't seem to be working, when in truth, it's just their approach that needs work. But like I've said, it's not always just that. There are times when your body will just adjust and that's when you have to calibrate your plan and move on from there. You have to look at new strategies and move on from there. Thing is not static, okay? Nutrition's not static. Weight loss is not static, okay? We are not static. Things will have to be adjusted over time. And that's a normal part of it. There's different phases. Like I said, I always reinforce that with people. There's different phases to weight loss, to weight gain, to any change you're trying to make. In life, in business, in health, there's always going to be different phases. And each phase has its own different strategies, even though some can interlink. And you've got to understand that. I hope this has all made sense. I hope this has really helped you kind of get a more of an idea in terms of assessing whether your deficit really isn't working. And if it isn't, how you can assess what's, what's, the, what's the missing link or the wrong cog or whatever you want to call it and how you can actually rectify that so you can get some ongoing support.
So I'll end it now soon, guys. I just want to say, if you do ever want to reach out, if you need that expert guidance, that expert coaching, I do offer one-on-one nutrition coaching, the flexible macro approach, and that really can help you get from A to B, okay? It can help elevate your nutrition game, solve your problems, and get you that accountability that you would thrive on. If this is something you're interested in, I do have a link in the description below. Otherwise, you can reach out through Instagram. Okay, DM me down. I'm always up. I'm always up for a chat. Okay, ask any of the people that 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 know me. I'm always up for a chat. So yeah, don't let your problems get too big. If you want that help, reach out and let's talk. Let's just chat. Let's just see what your goals are. Let me see how I can help you. Let's see if you're the right fit. Let's see if we can work together. I'll talk to you soon, guys. Have a lovely day. Catch ya. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.